Hey everybody, welcome back to the Carol Connection. I am your host, Jared Carroll, here to bring you guys something new today. I decided to do a mini-series, and it's going to be called The Quarantine Connection. And I decided to do it with some co-hosts from episode 14, Jake and Dylan Wickham. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. How about you? Yep, doing good. Living, man. Trying to survive this crazy fucking world we're in right now. This is like some fake alternative like simulation or some bullshit, but... Here, we're going to try to lighten the mood and just post something out there and hope you guys like it. So it's just, we're going to be talking about kind of just what we've been up to and giving our opinions on different things. So like, I want to talk to you, Dylan, first. Obviously, you're a senior in high school. What's going on with you? Um, well, I'm noticing a lot of people are posting about like, pray for the seniors and shit. I'm going to be stating for the record, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to get my diploma and move on with my life. I totally feel that. I understand. It really... Honestly, once high school is good in the fact of like it's a good experience and you're with people that you've known your entire life and you've built relationship with these people. So those those relationships are definitely key and like obviously as you get older things kind of fade away, but I think with technology now, like at least that I've noticed, like I was able to stay in contact with some people I had I was close in high school with and like I'd keep those relationships close to me and I definitely value that at the same time. I met a lot of great people outside of like high school in general, so I totally understand. Obviously, looking at the future, based on the lockdown and everything, they kind of have everything shut down for like a minute, huh? Like, no senior prom or anything. That's this kind of not in the question. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it depends on how this all shakes out. Obviously, if this blows over within the next two months, maybe they'll try to do it. But honestly, in my opinion, I don't see this quarantine ending within the next month or two. I see it lasting probably into June, which I mean, at that point, I. I was supposed to graduate May 23rd or something like that. So it's like, I would have been out anyway. So to me, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going longer too. I think it's going to be like closer towards the summer. And it's not going to like, it's not like they're going to just hit a switch and we just go back to normal. Like that's not how this is going to go. Like, what do you guys, you got something? Yeah, I mean, even if they were to try to like get back to some sort of semblance of normal, it would be in phases like it's gradual. younger people, stuff like, like obviously you don't want to send a 50 year old man out to go do his job when you're in the middle of all this. But like someone like Jake, I mean, I would, I wouldn't have any problem sending him out to go back to work because, uh, you know, he's young and he's, yeah, he's young. I mean, he's, he's, not, <laughs> he's not really in a risk factor. He's healthy. He's young. I mean, he doesn't have any risk factors that would put him at serious danger of getting sick. Jake, tell me, what's, what have you been up to? Obviously, since you're working at home now and so am I, but what have you been up to? I mean, just trying to stay busy doing, you know, for my work. I mentioned it last episode, if you didn't uh, listen to it. Um, I work in the building materials industry, and it's still essential business, so... A lot of the, the yards that I would go to visit, they're still running, but the, there's no walk-in traffic, so I can just call in and email people. But, you know, it, it gets tricky because doing, like, a sales-based job when you're approaching an, an economic recession is kind of tough because you're going to have to try to sell stuff to people that might not want to put money down or take up inventory space. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a real interesting time to try to develop your skills. And, you know, I think... It's going to be thoughts going out to a lot of the younger people that graduated college, like myself, people who might have a lot of debt. They might be trying to get a job to pay it all off, and 
you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Like Dylan said, regardless of whether it ends soon or not, um, I think that this is the uh, recession we were expecting. So just trying to stay positive, um, see people when you can. You know, I'd I'd say stay um, practice social distancing for sure. Yeah, like if if you can, if you can, I get it. Yeah, it's just like understanding like washing your hands and all that stuff and <coughs> excuse me flatten the curve and oh, i get <laughs> oh shit i coughed oh corona. shit <laughs> corona see it's weird people, you cough and people are just like oh you'll, you'll oh, get you some good. weird looks <laughs> you, it's like are you okay man i Bro. remember i saw some dude on cnn and he was getting interviewed and he like was about to cough and the dude tried to hold it in so hard that like his eyes started popping out he was like <laughs> he was trying so hard to hold it in just <laughs> Just because of the stigma and everything. It's weird. Even just, like, I'll be driving sometimes, and, like, you see people wearing face masks in the car. One, that's not doing you any good in your car, so you don't need to wear it in your car. But I understand the concern, and it just looks like it's like some fucking reality, fake reality world, mm. dude. It's like, what kind of simulation is this, bro? <laughs> it's like some fake shit. I don't even get it sometimes. I really don't. It's weird thinking about how far and how fast things have changed since the last time we did an episode. Like... <laughs> I don't think I, I think we talked because like it was in the ballpark when we did the episode because I remember we mentioned it, but like I don't really remember what our what we really talked about on. That no episode. one had any idea that it was going to turn into this global issue. Like we knew about it, I think like it, reports are starting to come out, but it, it, you couldn't predict any of this. Like this is just something that unless you're like a health expert, no one's going to predict something like this. Like it's just unbelievable to see it shows how unprepared we are for the situation like it's so like viruses like are all around like there's tons of ones that they always warn us about that could possibly happen that are worse than this like this is pretty bad like and like it's weird because like it's super infectious but like not many some some people don't even get symptoms at all like you really like honestly i think back in january i got really sick for like two weeks like i was out of work for a whole week and i had fever coughing sore throat I went to the walk-in in East Providence, got a test for strep, negative. Test for flu, negative. Got blood work done, see if it was mono, negative. Mm. All symptoms, though, were similar to the corona. I'm like, <laughs> bruh. And one of my friends actually told me recently that some dude he works with went to the hospital because he was sick. And his wife also got sick, too. And she got <clears throat> tested for the antibodies. And she had the antibodies. And this was in January. Mm. So, if that's the case... We need to start looking at things whole entirely differently because people just have this reality that it's it started like like February March. Mm, I think it's didn't. I think it's been here. I uh my dad probably oh. got it because he went to Vegas and he said that when he was on the plane there was this Chinese couple and no no like the the daughter that was with them said they were from China she was talking to someone else on the flight and they were coughing the entire time and he was like saying that he was like and when I got home I was like. He was coughing up a lung. He was having trouble breathing. It was like a week and a half. And it would make sense, though, because me and Jake were around him the whole time, and we only got minor coughs. Like, I don't, well, I'll speak for myself. I only got, like, a minor cough. I didn't really feel, like, super sick. I felt tired, but, I mean, it wasn't that bad. And then, Jake, I mean, you can speak for yourself, but. Yeah, I just had a cough. I was trying to give, like, work presentations to show products, and I could, like, barely get through, like, my five-minute presentation because I started to cough, just get, like, a, you know, a dry throat. Um, but, yeah, I I think that it started way back in November 
And this is where people need to, they need to put the, like the politics aside. Like you need to just like look at it face value. You keep saying that it's one person. Maybe you think it's Donald Trump's Mm -hmm. fault, everything that's going on and not to pick sides or anything, but this is a huge, huge pandemic. Like it's not one person who's responsible for everything. You know, we're working together to try to solve it, but like. You know, when people say that China is handling it fine, I think that... They're fucking lying. They're lying, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they are totally lying. And, and you know, it's not just to hate on China, but, like, why would you cover up, like, a huge, a huge pandemic like this to save face? Because now the whole world is suffering because of it. And to have the WHO say good things about them just goes to show that it's, it's not, you know, looking at the facts, you know? And there's people that were saying back in February that this is going to get really bad, and it has, you know? And now we're looking at, you know, just putting the whole world into a recession and economic decline because we weren't prepared for this. And you can't say hindsight 2020, like, oh, we could have prevented it. He didn't order the mask last year. Like, that's all bullshit. Like, because you wouldn't have ordered masks last year either. So, mm. that people the pro- just... The pro- I think the problem is we should have, though. Like, and yeah. it's, not, it's not the president's fault. It's, it's everyone who runs hospitals. It's everyone who funds those different groups who build those ventilators. All these people are collectively at fault because we didn't prepare for this because we didn't take it seriously. It was always an... Like, I'd take this more seriously than anything else. Like, whether you want to think of terrorism tax or shit like yeah. that. Should have had this- stricter... Uh, strictly like, regulations at the, the airports. Is like I think everything's going to be changed going forward too. Like when you, when things start opening up, like I saw someone talking about like we're not doing handshakes. Americans should avoid handshakes. Like I swear, <laughs> if you don't shake my hand when I stick my hand out, I'm gonna think you're disrespecting me, and that's just a fact. Like no offense. <laughs> like that's like unless we could universally come up with a new way to greet each other. Like I don't know. I think that'd just be super <laughs> disrespectful. This is gonna bring up a generation of people who are germaphobes. Really, like. Yeah, I mean, it's getting bad, just, and like you said, I mean, you can't, like, you should be able to see something like this, like, and prepare for it, but the problem is that human beings don't think like that, like, you don't, people don't really think in advance like that, because we haven't seen an issue this large before, so people don't really, like, think about the possibility, I mean, everyday life, no one's thinking about what if this global pandemic breaks out, you're just kind of living your everyday life, and that's part of the issue. Yeah, I agree with that, I think a lot of people don't take into account uh, to plan ahead and they don't realize that you need to be prepared for a situation like this. I think a lot of people get scared thinking about this stuff because it is scary. I think a lot of people aren't aware of the possibilities because like I was listening to Joe Rogan. Yes, of course, Joe Rogan. I mentioned a lot, but he was talking, I forget which po- podcast episode, but it was with one, one of those bio- biologists or whatever. And he was talking about this, uh, I don't know if it's a bacteria or virus that hops from deer and it literally makes their skin like fall off their fucking face. Like he's like, it's only a matter of time where that eventually can mutate and hop to humans. Cause obviously humans hunt deer and all that shit. So he's talking about that, which is pretty fucking scary. Just viruses in general. I don't know. I think I just really scary. I haven't had a chance to listen to like any podcast cause I don't drive anymore. That's usually when I would listen to it is when I'm going like on a long drive for work. But like anything like any natural disaster disease type stuff it's hard to really prep for uh, mentally especially because there's so much that are going on like in all of our personal lives but at the same time like we need to find a way to make sure that our like our economy can handle it our healthcare system can handle it and i think that a shock like this is um gonna help us prepare for it better in the future um in general it's always in my opinion the response that matters the most like I said, the hindsight 2020 shit, it's like, 
yeah, they could have done this, they could have done that. But at the same time, it's like, everyone's human. We have a bunch of stuff going on. It's all about how you respond to it. And like people like Andrew Cuomo, the governor, he's been doing a great job at responding to it the best way he can. So it's like people like that, we should we should definitely praise like all the nurses and stuff. It's, in my opinion, response. Definitely, definitely. I think we need to keep promoting the positive stuff that come out of this. And obviously, I think a lot of people get caught up in the whole negative facts of people dying and the news is so negative sometimes. And it's good to be informed. But to watch that shit 24-7 is so bad for your mental health, dude. And, like, I just can't stress that enough to people. Don't sit home and watch Fox and CN every day. Like, do something else. They're basically the Corona channel now. Yeah, straight up. It's all they fucking talk about. And it's cool. I get it. It's the only thing that's going on in the world, and it's news. People want to know. But, like, don't fucking listen to that shit all day long, because you're just going to get scared and anxious, and that's not good for anybody. I think the one of the problems is that news networks, they still strive for ratings and stuff like that. So with any like sort of news story like this, they know that putting this on constantly is just going to boost ratings. And I feel like news networks shouldn't have rating systems anymore because that's how you sensationalize stories and make it turn it into like, you know, obviously this is a huge deal. Like I'm not going to downplay this and say it's not like a huge deal, but I feel like there's other news stories out there that could be getting light too that aren't just because they want to get more views and more ratings higher it's, ratings it's clickbaity a lot of the shit's so clickbaity i don't know one of the things that pissed me off that i heard was just like oh why does why does trump keep boasting about this certain medicine that the hydrochloric whatever the fuck it was called yeah yeah and they're like oh follow the paper trail someone's making money from it it's like dude shut up like that's just Find a drug that helps people, and they're saying it's helping people. So whether people make money off of it, yeah, I guess it's shitty that people make money during a disease scenario, but, like, we need the drugs that help people. We should promote the drugs that help people. Why do you care? Like, why are you following the money part of it instead of everything else? Like, follow what's helping, what's working. I don't it's always know. about money. Like that's like even when they're talking about opening up the economy, some people are fucking freaking the fuck out. It's like you're you're putting dollar signs on people's lives, but it's like guys, we need to understand, like, we can't just do this shit forever. We got to plan ahead. We're not saying open the economy tomorrow. That's not what we're saying. Like, if we keep going like this, shit can get really, really bad. Like, we got to be more aware of that. And again, we're obviously not, like, all Trump supporters and shit like that. No one, I don't think anyone in this room is all, you know, oh, Trump's doing such a, no, he's not doing a great job, but I wouldn't say he's doing a bad job. Like, everyone's trying to make it seem like, but at the same time, it's like, the man's doing his best. Like, I don't, I don't know. No one can do that job perfectly. No one has ever been successful. I've never seen a president and at least our lifetime has done that job successfully. Although I can't, it's not possible for one person to run a country. I will say though, I saw, I saw, I forgot where I saw this, but someone was uh, talking about, uh, if like the news was around back in the forties and they were like, if Pearl Harbor happened, they would have blamed FDR for the Japanese attacking. Like they wouldn't have blamed the Japanese. It would have been FDR's fault. And it, it, it's just like the way they said it, it sounded so accurate because like that's kind of how it is now. Trump can't control whether or not Corona happened. And by the way, when he did the travel ban against China, he was xenophobic. He was racist. It was all this and that. And everyone now in hindsight, it's like, dude, if he didn't do that, it could be so much worse. I now saw, I saw a clip of CNN and like what the CDC was saying before this stuff got bad. And it was all like, don't worry about it. Don't cancel your travel plans and all this stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. bruh. Like, nobody knew what was going to happen. So to blame people for the way they reacted, it's like, it's stupid and it's childish. Figure out what we got to do to go forward. 
and that's it. We got to figure out how to find a vaccine and how to take care of the elderly and the sick and the people so our healthcare systems don't become overwhelmed. That is the key. It's simple. Got to stop the blame game. Yeah, the blame game, it, it doesn't do anyone any good. Except it's China's fault. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, so I'm about to wrap this bitch up. So we kind of did talk about just coronavirus in this episode. So I don't know how long this mini series is going to go on. So I just want to bring you guys some content and I appreciate you guys for hopping on these and being co-hosts for this. This is going to be cool to do a few more of these episodes and I'm excited to bring out people's, bring people new content, I guess. Yeah, of course. Yep. And this is our opinion. Second week into April quarantine of uh, what four weeks now so that's what you're looking at you yep, know we're subject to, to change all our opinions we're a little and we're wild. not doctors we're not professionals we don't know jack shit so take it for what it is if you don't like our opinions oh well they're not really that important in the grand scheme of everything you know it's it, it, this is our opinion like jake said on this date it is what it is, guys. We're, we're not going to fight with you over your opinions, so don't Facts. fight with us over ours. Facts. Yeah. I'm, I'm way open to listening to people's opinions, too. So if you got some opinions on this and you want to talk to me about it, hit me the fuck up. Until next time. Ne- <laughs> fuck, dude. Until <laughs> next time, guys. Bye. <laughs>